Welcome to Earth Matters here on Gila Members Community Radio, KURU 89.1 FM Silver City, and Las Cruces Community Radio, KTAL LP 101.5 FM Las Cruces. This is Allison Civic, Executive Director of Gila Resources Information Project, and I'm your host for today's program. Twice monthly, we bring you conversations with people working on the ground to address climate change in the Southwest and provide you with information on how you can make a difference and help bring collective action to this global crisis. The state of New Mexico has been engaged in a rigorous water planning effort to evaluate the predicted impacts of climate change on water resources and plan for reductions in water supplies over the next 50 years. The predictions are dire. Temperatures in the state are projected to increase by 5 to 7 degrees Fahrenheit over the next 50 years, with the state becoming more arid and with more severe droughts. Our water resources, already stretched thin, will be diminished further by increasing demand and as much as a 25% reduction in runoff and recharge. Now, what do we do to be, what do we need to be doing today so that we can be prepared for even more limited water supplies in the future? With me today to talk about New Mexico's 50-year water planning effort and discuss how we can plan for our water future is former New Mexico Interstate Stream Commission Director and Gila River Champion Norm Gom. Since the defeat of the Gila River Diversion, Norm has been involved in water planning as the president of the Middle Rio Grande Water Advocates and a member of the Governor's Water Policy and Infrastructure Task Force. Welcome, Norm. Good to be here, Allison. Thank and it's, you for inviting me. Yeah, it's great to have you. And, you know, I was looking back and it's been at least four years since you were last here with us on Earth Matters. And we were talking about the technical flaws in the Gila Diversion Project. And, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I get to say this now on Earth Matters. Thank you for all of your work on the campaign to defeat the diversion because, um, your participation really made a difference in in that win. So I know our community really appreciates all of your time and effort that you dedicated to that campaign. Well, it was my my pleasure and uh, honor to work with with you and and Todd, um, all the other uh, volunteers. Uh, I was so happy to be able to put my technical background and training to work. Um, I never thought that uh, the diversion would succeed, and clearly it wouldn't, even if it had been built. Uh, but we were able to show that, so it was it was quite a rewarding experience. I actually felt um, lost with nothing to do when we finally won. <laughs> I felt the same way. Yeah, it was like, oh, what now? <laughs> And I, yes. miss, I really do miss working with you all. Yes, likewise, Norm. But uh, I think that you were not um, busy twiddling your thumbs for very long because you are now the president of the Middle Rio Grande Water Advocates, and you've been hard at work working on water planning for the state. And so maybe... You know, before we start talking about water planning, can you tell us a little bit about 
the Middle Rio Grande Water Advocates for folks who aren't familiar with the group? Um, sure. Um, we are a grassroots organization. We're the only um, non-governmental organization in New Mexico that I know of that's focused on water resources, sustainability, and the resilience of New Mexicans. Um, when we formed, we were called the Middle Rio Grande Water Assembly um, because at that time we were assembling all of the voices in the Albuquerque reach of the uh, Middle Rio Grande to prepare the regional water plan uh, for that reach. Um, the plan was completed and accepted by the Interstate Stream Commission in 2004. You know, they filed it away and it's never been implemented. Um, and part of that is because the statute that, uh, that authorized that planning, the state statute, was a defensive single purpose statute um, that was passed in response to Texas's uh, El Paso's attempt to, uh, to put wells in New Mexico in the Mesilla Valley. Um, so that purpose uh, was complete. And um, but the plans were never were ever implemented because they never were intended to be implemented. Um, our plan, we intended it to be implemented. Sorry about this, and I'm going down a rabbit hole, rabbit hole and I'll stop. But the statute never intended implementation of, of these plans, which were completed across the state. So um, a fast forward um, as the Gila diversion uh, fight was um, beginning to be won. Um, I, I attended Middle Rio Grande water assembly meetings, um, uh, was elected to the board, and um, we, ch we decided in 2018 to change our focus and our name uh, to the Middle Rio Grande Water Advocates because that's what we do. Um, our vision is, is um, resilience of our um, water users in New Mexico, everybody. Um, and transition into a sustainable water supply where that is possible. It's no longer possible in many, many areas of New Mexico. Our focus is the Middle Rio Grande, but we really are dealing with statewide policy issues uh, more than our Middle Rio Grande issues at this time. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'd encourage your listeners to visit our website, um, mrgwateradvocates.org. That's great. That's great. Thanks for clarifying that because I was um, wondering if you had more of a statewide um, uh, scope these days. So that's thank you for clarifying that. So and one of so you know you you mentioned this already. The uh, water advocates have a history of being involved in water planning in the state and. Um, Let's let's kind of transition into the 50-year water plan. I was um, hoping you could kind of explain why New Mexico is doing a 50-year water plan and why is this planning so important for us to be doing at this point? Well, the way I look at things is that uh, New Mexico never has done any serious water planning, either at the regional or at the state level. We've, we've played with planning. We call it planning, but it's really not, it really hasn't been planning. And from the way I look at things, um, um, you have to do a plan in order to organize what you need to do, um, do those things, evaluate the results, 
change your plan and continue. Um, so why is New Mexico doing a 50-year water plan now? Well, it's because Governor um, Michelle Lujan Grisham, before she was elected in um, 2018, uh, prepared a, um, a policy paper that is actually quite good um, and thorough. And one of the uh, one of the elements that that policy paper called for was a 50 year water plan, um, which is outside the statutory framework for water planning in New Mexico. Nothing happened for a couple of years. And then the story I have is that um, the executives at the office of the state engineer and the Interstate Stream Commission were directed in no uncertain terms to start the 50 year water plan and to get it done. Um, so they did that, and um, and now we're uh, near the end of that process. Okay, and and so maybe you can give us sort of a thirty thousand foot overview of the process um, to develop the the fifty year water plan. Sure. the um, The Interstate Stream Commission made um, what I what I see in hindsight is a brilliant decision. Uh, to engage the New Mexico uh, Bureau of Geology to prepare what they call the leap ahead analysis as the first step of the 50-year water plan for the state. Um, the, um, the director of the Bureau of Geology, the state geologist um, at New Mexico Tech, um, assembled a group of the best climate change and water and um, uh, related sciences in New Mexico. The state climatologists served on this. Um, um, the, the, the experts were, I mean, they're, they're renowned, not only in New Mexico, but, but internationally and, and nationally. And they put together uh, this uh, totally scientific uh, report based on global climate circulation models uh, downscale to New Mexico um, and told a scientific story about how climate change is going to be very difficult, um, very hard to deal with in New Mexico. Um, so that's the scientific basis for the, um, the water plan. I think the title of that report is, the real title is called the Leap Ahead Analysis, but the real title is Climate Change in New Mexico over the next next 50 years, impacts on water resources. Um, and it's easy to find on the web. Uh, it's, it's a very technical and scientific um, approach. But the bottom line is that the longer we wait to pivot what we're doing, the status quo would be a disaster if we don't get off the track. Um, if we don't pivot and face our water future, we also foreclose opportunities that are available to us today, but won't be available to us uh, in just a couple of more years, because the longer we go on the path without taking action, um, the less opportunity we're going to have to um, become resilient. Right, and so and so that leap ahead analysis um, was completed last year, lots of outreach around the state, and basically it projected or estimated the, the climate impacts uh, that we could 
will likely see right in the next 50 years and what are kind of some of those uh impacts that we're going to be facing well new mexico is um in a description i heard uh, i've been hearing for actually for years is new mexico is in the red bullseye of climate change uh the southwest um new mexico will become more arid Desertification may occur in some areas of New Mexico. You can already see that uh, in the um, in the areas around Farmington, where it's been so dry for for so long. Blowing sand, the east side of the state uh, is facing that as well. Um, grasslands, uh, lands that are covered in grass right now may become shrublands. Uh, Erosion is going to be a real problem. Water supplies uh, will continue to shrink. They're already shrunken and will and will be reduced more, as you said in the introduction. And aquifers will be doubly impacted unless we do something, because if surface water is not available, people will turn to groundwater, you know, where it's available. Um, and um, and recharge is going to go down by 25%. So the aquifer becomes less sustainable at the same time that it's being used more heavily. Now, the aquifers in many areas of the state are, are in trouble under the status quo. Um, that's the short story. Right. I mean, it's, it, it is really, really, really scary. And, and, uh, part of the analysis as well included the the Interstate Stream Commission did a resilience assessment too to say okay now we know the impacts but um, you know how vulnerable or another way to look at it how resilient to climate change um, are are different water supplies for different sectors like agriculture so what what did that report say are we in good shape or not. Well, of course, we're not in good shape. Um, the Interstate Stream Commission went to a great deal of effort to ask people how they felt about the resilience of their personal situation. Um, and the results are interesting. Many people think they won't be affected. Um, farmers and irrigators know that they will be affected. Um, there are many, many people in New Mexico that just seem to be oblivious and think that the status quo um, is possible, continuing the status quo is possible, and it's not. Yeah, that's that's pretty eye-opening and shocking, really, that people think that, that <laughs> the status quo can go on, given the changes that we're seeing. And so, so Norm, what's next? Where are we now in the process? Um uh, of the 50 year water plan. Do we have recommendations for resilience or where are we headed? Um, I think the plan is, um, I, I've not seen the, the final plan. The, the uh, uh, a draft of uh, many, many drafts have been prepared, including a public draft that was, uh, that was released on the Interstate Stream Commission website back in August, if I recall. Um, I'm going to talk about the water tax task force, I think, with you before this interview is over, but the water task force, which I was a member of, was asked to review the 50-year water plan. We did, and we made comments. 
And that was at the same time that the governor's office was reviewing the plan. Uh, the direction came from the governor's office that much more detail was needed in, in the Pier Water Plan about actions to implement the plan. And I understand it's been edited to provide more specificity about what we need to do. Um, it's been before the governor's office for, I believe, um, well, several months. Uh, and uh, the governor has not yet okayed its release. I know, I know that we all hope that it is released eminently in order to inform the legislators in this next legislative session. Yes, absolutely. Well, I, I, I keep hearing that it's going to be released soon. So um, I think that's, that's great. Um, so we're, we'll be right back after this short break and we will talk more about the 50 year water planning um, effort with former New Mexico Interstate Stream Commission Director and Middle Rio Grande Water Advocates Pres President Norm Gom. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. 